Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are on Season 3, Episode 3. Rolling right along, as Brett says, cranking out episodes every every week through the ice belt. Yep, Sunday at 9. Yep, all over the internet. Yep, all over the internet. <laughs> but yeah, today we have a very special episode. Uh, we have a special guest on the line with us. Yep. Uh, someone we've been wanting to bring on the show for quite some time. Uh, you've probably recognized him from a little bit uh, small Facebook group. Obviously, I'm just joking. It's a huge Facebook group yep. uh, of ice fishing uh aficionados like-minded people like us uh uh, this gentleman's group meshes right along with the short rod show fans yes we're all about the same mission of promoting the sport Uh, so we have on the line with with us mr jesse willick of the isaholics facebook group jesse welcome aboard how's it going guys thank you very much for having me yeah i'm glad you found time to to hop on with us here um i guess a little bit just kind of introduce yourself uh kind of how you got your why well i think a good question would be just what spurred you to even start a facebook group in the first place uh and uh how you came across the name isaholics for sure um so my name is jesse willick um i uh, i'm the founder of the isaholics page on facebook we have an instagram page as well not as active on there but anyway um yeah about uh three years ago sitting around honestly kind of got into ice fishing a little heavier around then, so looking around for uh, on groups and this and that. And uh, I'll be honest, uh, me and my buddies, we just got sick of being on some of the groups with uh, um, with the negativity, I guess you could say. Um, so we just were having a couple beers one night, and I said, hey, why don't we just start our own group then? And to be honest, when we started it, it was just going to be for, you know, friends and family that fish, and, you know, we got a couple other members. It was and bonus uh so we we're shooting ideas around and i'm not very techy so uh <laughs> actually i uh i talked to a buddy of mine uh daryl taylor he's on the page as well but uh, i asked him if he could start to start the page for me and he did and all we did the couple of us we just sent out friend requests or invites for the page and I remember when we hit our first hundred people that we we were going nuts. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that's a huge and, deal. Yeah, and it is. And and even that took a few weeks, and we just we couldn't believe it, right? But yeah, and again, it was just supposed to be a small little group for uh, us to all get along on and share ideas and stories or pictures or outings without the negativity. And again, if people had questions, then uh, not to be afraid to ask those questions, especially if they're a new angler, right? Yep, um, yep. I know a lot of the pages, and not to necessarily bash anyone in particular, but a lot of the pages, you ask your question, and, and you got more guys jumping down your throat than you do trying to help you out. And we are just kind of sick of that. So that was the whole meaning behind the page. So do you have to weed through a lot of that? Or is that is that behind you, you know, deleting those, those? Or do you have you done a good job, you think, of, I don't know, generating a culture on that page that, Folks just don't generally do that as much as as other pages. So I'll be honest, in the beginning, uh, we definitely did a lot of weeding through. Uh, We started the page off as a public group, so basically anyone could just join. Uh, We didn't have, you know, questions you had to answer or nothing. Again, we we just wanted to grow it a little bit. So, And I didn't know a lot about it, uh, running a page back then either. Um, So yes, back then, we did a lot of weeding through, and... We, we started to slowly realize that there's some people out there that just want to join the page to uh, post things not related to the topic of your page. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a little bit of that going on on Facebook, it. yeah. <laughs> right? And it, it got a little ridiculous, so we made the choice. We said, you know, let's, let's make it a private group. Um, we knew it was going to slow traffic down a little bit because it's harder for people to find. Yep. Um, but we were okay with that because, again, it wasn't about the numbers to us. And even today, it's not. We, we're, we're so thankful for everyone, uh, every member that is on the page. We're, we're over 22,000 now. Man. And uh, we appreciate every single person on the page. And I, I will say now, I think we've built a reputation of having the page run so cleanly that people re- actually respect that. We get messages all the time thanking us for, you know, dealing with a situation so quickly or removing negative content off the page or um, just not allowing anything negative to go on, period. Yep. So I think 
now after running it so cleanly for so long, um, we do have a solid uh, group of guys on there and girls. Sorry, um, but yeah, in the beginning, it's uh, it, it was a lot of work to, yeah. to try and keep it on the straight path, right? Nice. So, when would you say you guys really felt like you caught traction? And when 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 you were sat to yourself and you looked at Facebook and you're like, "Holy crap, this is going nuts." When would you say that point was, or was there that point? Oh, for sure. There, that, that point definitely came across. Um, again, the first year it was growing slowly. Uh, we've seen that it had a bit of traction. And again, back then we were getting, I'll be honest with you, when it was smaller, it was nice because it was almost personable, right? I, I, I've yep. met a ton of people running the page and I'm friends with them today. And they're all over the U.S., all over Canada. It's kind of crazy to sit there and, and see where everybody is from. Yep. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys, you know, do the same thing with your listeners, and you can see where they're listening from. It's 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 a crazy thing to see, but um, yeah. Uh, where the traction really started to take off, I would say, is is last year, um, last winter, and leading up to it, the page just blew up. I think yeah. we got over ten thousand members over the whole season, and that was just crazy. <laughs> we grinded for you know to grow the page up until then. And now it's sort of um, it, it, every every season is kind of just steady now. Um, we just it, it's constant people trying to join the page. Well, yeah, that's a heck of a lot so, of work just to accept ten thousand people into your yeah. page in the first place. Holy crap! That's a full time job you got on your hands there, in addition to a full time job. Yeah, geez, it is, it is. And honestly, uh, and not not too many people probably know this, but we we have questions on there, and, and a lot of pages do. Yep. Um, but we encourage people, if there's anyone listening and they want to join the page, we just ask that you answer the questions because it, it helps. We, we have a small team that, that helps me out, uh, my wife and a couple buddies that, that help me run the page. But we, we ask the questions because it eliminates those unwanted, right? And it's a lot easier and quicker for us to go through. And if you answer the questions properly, we'll, we'll, we'll get you in the group a lot sooner. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's. I, I um, bet it's not even people. It's just spam, isn't it? That are trying to get in. Exactly, yeah. and that's why we have the questions because they don't seem to answer them. Yep. Yep. So we know right away, and we just go, "Okay, next." Yep. Yep. Makes sense. So, so Jesse, I'm hearing a little bit of an accent. Is are you from Wisconsin? Maybe. You, can you let I the listeners not. know? Oh where, yeah, where I guess from? I didn't introduce where you were at. <laughs> yeah, I'm up. Uh, I'm up in Ontario, Canada. I'm actually just. Uh, so forty five minutes outside of Toronto, Ontario. Nice. That's so. What what was cool to Brett and I is is getting to talk to you, um, and just kind of uh, chatting through the different ways ice fishing is. You know, it brings people together. Of course, you know, you got people down in the U.S. Here, we're in like the southern portion of the ice belt, yep. places that you know you can ice fish consistently. And then you're on the opposite end of the spectrum. You're right up there. In the meat. You know, geez, you probably were ice fishing this morning. You just haven't told us yet. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So that's, that, that's uh, yeah, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like I said, it's, it's uh, and, and a lot of our audience is, is in the States. Um, and, it, and, it, and you're right. It does. It, it, the sport just brings so many people together. Right. And when you have a bunch of like-minded people, it's just nice. Everyone gets along, shares ideas. And I think that's what I like about the page. We don't necessarily uh, have... A topic, for example, that, that we want to run with, for uh, for example, like a like a trick your trap page, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Great, great page to be honest with you. It's pretty well ran, um, and it's all about tricking out your trap. Um, for us, I would I would let just, you know that trap means ice shelter. Yeah, I was so confused <laughs> at if first. somebody doesn't know that. <laughs> yes, yes, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, for us, it's sort of like any and everything. Um, we have some. We, we have people that try to sell stuff on the page, and I kind of let it go. I did. I don't really want the page to be a sales page. Um, yeah. and that'll take over we, quick like, if well, it if it gets traction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like to be honest with you, and and I, I let some of them go just because again it's it's almost every day. But um, like we had we had a guy trying to sell a truck cap on there a couple weeks ago. Oh geez, and I was just like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we welcome everything, right? Stories, um pictures of outings if you if you take your kids out share that uh if you do have a good idea for for something you've done and you've already shared it on another page feel free to share it on the page as well there's some people that are on our our group 
that may not be on those other groups, right? And uh, as you guys know and everyone knows, the sport is just blowing up the past two years. I think fishing in general, any outdoor activity because of what's going on. And uh, there's a lot of people that are, you know, are just getting into it or or maybe maybe, uh, younger kids who who finally have some money now to go and get a trap and, and want to check it out because they've seen other people do it, right? Yep. And maybe the question's been answered before, but there's nothing wrong. Maybe maybe they don't want to scroll back two years and, and see what the answer was back then, right? So, Definitely. So, yeah, we encourage everything. Just share whatever you feel like on the page, and I'm sure someone on there will appreciate it. Yeah, and I know that, that was kind of my experience the first time seeing your page, Jesse, was uh, just the amount of cool stuff, like cool ideas, uh, there's shelter-related stuff. There's organization ideas, uh, different ways of, of setting up tackle, uh, d- like different snow machines and this guy's quad set up this way. And, oh, this guy, you know, built this cool auger carrier. Uh, and then just pictures of fish, like guys fishing up in the mountains and all over Minnesota, Wisconsin, like just cool stuff. That's what really drew me into it where I was looking to set up some of my gear uh, and just get ideas. And that was, I mean, your page was spot on for, you can scroll through in a matter of five minutes and get, you know, pretty much ideas on everything that you want to do that ice season. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And again, that's, that's what I like about it the most too, is there is that variety, right? It's not just based on one thing. And, and like you said, it, it, it wouldn't take you long to scroll through and, and you don't have to go that far back. And there's going to be something that, uh, that you'll enjoy or take from the page to, to benefit you for sure. Definitely. Well, Ben, uh, do you have anything else to ask Facebook related or do we want to start diving into some fish stuff? I was going to say we could take a little quick break and uh, dive into some fish things, get dive into some fish stuff. Uh, For those of you that are anxiously awaiting the giveaway, that's going to be at the end. We're going to make you wait. Yep. Yeah. We we all powwow and figure that out. Picked it up on Facebook. (laughs) Uh, We teamed up with Jesse, Isaholics. We got what? Fishing reel in a float jacket giveaway here at the end of the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, So stay tuned. Awesome. We'll be right back guys. Ben, where have you been? We've got a short ride show episode to drop here in a half an hour. Ah, shoot. I've been outside blowing snow in my driveway for the last hour. Jeez, give me a break, Brett. Man, you just got to hire that out. I don't know. Like, how would I find someone that could do it? I don't know. I just look up on Google. Yeah, that could work, but how do I know they're any good? All I know is that the best companies use Evergrow Marketing to show up on Google. Yeah, that's a good point. I know Evergrow Marketing is a digital marketing agency that provides straightforward solutions for local service businesses. Yeah, but what does that mean? Well, Brett, it means if your business relies on leads and inquiries from your surrounding area, they'll take care of your website, make sure you're showing up on search engines like Google, and make your phone ring with new business. They've worked with landscaping and lawn care companies, roofing contractors, car dealers, hospitals, banks and credit unions, and more. If you own or work for a business that could use a little help with the digital side of your marketing, check them out over at evergrowmarketing.com. Also, tell them that Ben and Brett over at the Short Rod Show sent you, and they'll knock 10% off your first bill. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. And Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that. Posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah, sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us through the break. Uh, If you missed the beginning of the show, we're talking with the Isaholics Facebook group founder, uh, Mr. Jesse Willick himself. Uh, We're talking Facebook topics, and now we're going to dive into... A little bit about ice fishing. Yeah, some actual fishing stuff. Once and for all. You can only talk about social media for so long before we actually need to talk about something that is real. Yep. Uh, so, Jesse, uh, I guess for me, what I'm most curious about, so as someone that I, I, I frankly have not really traveled much to go ice fishing, um, Iowa, within those borders, last year we went up to Minnesota. That is about my extent of travel for ice fishing. So if, if I were to come up to on, to Toronto and go fishing what what are like maybe like the top couple things that you would suggest to someone that's traveling up out of state or out of country that need to know about fishing in your area for sure um 
maybe I'll touch on a couple lakes that I'd recommend, and then I'll try to touch on some gear. Make sure I'm they're big lakes no if you're going to recommend a lake. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yep. No, no, of course, of course. <laughs> Um, I'm by no means an expert at all. I'm still learning like everybody else, but yep. uh, I'll do my best. Um, so yeah, no, if you were to come up for sure, I think you probably, everyone's heard of it, but, um, we're not far from Lake Simcoe. Yep. Um, it's pretty much perch capital. Yeah. Every, I don't know how many Americans come up and, and fish just for the perch alone. Um, but not only that, it, it's very well known for, uh, uh, Lakers as well as whitefish. Ooh. Um, I have yet to catch a laker on there. <laughs> I've gone out a few times and tried. Um, I, I don't know too much about fishing for them out there. Um, there's some guys up here that they can't go out and not catch them. There's hmm. some very good fishermen up here. Um, a couple of buddies of mine, we went out whitefish uh, fishing last year, and, and we did pretty good. We had a pretty good day. Uh, we rented a hut. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely recommend coming up to Lake Simcoe. Um, obviously, perch gear, everyone knows, you know, uh, medium light, light rods, perch, your typical perch tackle. There's nothing special up here. We have a couple of local guys um, that, that have tackle that works quite well. Uh, actually, a buddy of mine, True North Base, he just, he just started off his, his company, Jamie, and his wife, actually. Um, he's making some pretty killer plastics that, uh, that are... Uh, have been tested out recently and, and they're doing some damage on quite a few bodies of water up here. Yeah. That's so interesting. You mentioned that because I've gotten several ads on Facebook about true North stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's really blowing up actually. Yeah. Um, and, and huge congrats to him. He's, I think he just started it maybe two years ago and this past six months, he's just really blowing up. So, so is it, is it a fish? Congrats to him, honestly. To go down a little bit of rabbit hole there, is it like a fish attractant, like an oil that he's putting on these plastics, or is it like some some serious action that he's getting out of those plastics? I I think uh, so. What he's doing, he's actually making custom baits. He's not just buying a mold and yeah. just pouring them and putting them out there like everyone else is. He's he's designing these baits, and and what he's doing is um basically like a match a match the hatch type of deal. Yep. Uh, he he I, I believe his he has a, his, this new one out, the Mayfly. And uh, he came up with it, but I guess he was on Simcoe last year and he was catching a bunch of jumbo perch and got him in the boat, obviously keeping a few for dinner. And he looked in his live well and, and they were spitting a bunch of mayflies up and he went, hmm, maybe we should look into that. Oh, yeah. So uh, I believe, and don't don't quote me, um, I believe this is what happened though. So he went home, uh, put the pen to the paper and, and came up with the design. And I, I, I believe he had someone make up the mold for him and... It's a really hot bait up here, and I believe it's going to be killer for ice season this year. So when we're talking, you've got some other stuff as well, but but that one that one has me uh, very intrigued. Wow, see see that's cool. The 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 true custom bait guys, you don't see that very often. I mean, yeah, people think they're custom baits and stuff, but if you're actually you know three D printing a mold to to cast out of whatever aluminum yep. or whatever you cast them out of. Uh, that's that's some cool stuff. But so when you talk about these jumbo perch, how how jumbo are we talking? Are you like uh, measuring them in kilograms, or can you convert that to pounds for us, <laughs> or inches? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we I, I I still go by pounds and inches. So good man, um, true American. No, if you get into them, you can really get into them on Simco. Um, you can get twelve, thirteen, fourteen inches. And I mean, and, and that's not uncommon. And they're fat. They're not. Um, I mean, there's a four, you can catch 14 inches here, but they're not footballs mm-hmm. from what I've seen cool. on Simcoe. Yeah, these are, this is the thing. They're fat, too. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's definitely not uncommon. And not only that, the numbers. If you, if you really put your time in and you find them, you can get some big numbers. So is there something, I guess, maybe if you fished around perch for other, or fished other lakes for perch, is there anything unique, I guess, about Simcoe that you would say that you're using for perch? Not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some local guys that have, you know, their odd trick or something up their sleeve because there's definitely guys that do better than others. I, I personally just go out and I try to just find the pattern for that day and, and then I'll just stick with it. And and yep. you guys know as well as I do, fish change every day. Yep. You could go out one day and, and throw a plastic on a jig and the next day they, they want the spoon, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I have people ask me all the time, you know, what's the secret, you know, when you're always catching fish and stuff like that. I was like, the real secret is you just move until you find them. 
You just keep looking. At, you just right. don't stop looking. Yep. <clears throat> and then find something they like to eat. Yeah. And present that well, to them. I'm more of right a believer way. that you can just get it in front of their face. Somebody, one of them will bite it. <laughs> yep. The nice thing with perch, though, too, is they're, they're not as much like crappy. If you, if, if, if you find them and you get on them, uh, they'll come and go in waves on there, yep. I find. So you'll, you might get, you know, a hot bite in the morning and it might die off a bit, but they'll come back. It's not like you got to go chase them down like crappy, I find. Yep. And I'm sure some guys do that, but I, I, uh, I personally am, am a huge gearhead. So um, I, I like to go out, find a spot, get set up, and kind of stay in place. Um, oh, okay. I, I got too much gear that to drag around. That's <laughs> wow, you're a big gearhead then. Yeah, I didn't realize you were I'm going impressed. that direction, but yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I know you put together a quad for this year. Uh, break down that a little bit. The build, the thought, uh, I guess the the functionality of it. Why you felt you needed to do? Why you felt like maybe a quad was the best option for you out there? For sure. Uh, yeah, long time coming. Um, I've wanted I've wanted some wheels for the ice for a long time. Um, and where I live, uh, it doesn't make sense to have a sled. We don't get a ton of snow in our area. I mean, we get dumped on periodically, but living in the city you got to drive quite north even just to ride it. Yep. Um, so it just, for me, it didn't make sense. Uh, it's just sort of one purpose at that point. Um, and I know they are better on the ice and stuff, but uh, I just want a quad so I could use it year round. And to be honest, I widened my driveway last year and uh, I'm definitely putting a plow on it. So that's going to help there too. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Dual that, purpose. Was big, that was the big deciding factor. Um but yeah, no, uh, to be honest, I went with the CF Moto and uh, a lot of people were like, what are you doing? You're crazy. But <laughs> I did my research. Um, a lot of people have some negative things to say. Other guys who run them, love them. Uh, it has a, it has a great warranty. Um, and to be honest, we have, we had, when I was looking, we had no stock up here for anything. Yeah. I was looking at all the other brands and no one had anything. Um, so I found this one. It checked everything off the wish list. That, that I was looking for and uh, at a fair price. So, well, what, so was, far, so what were a few of the wish lists? What, four wheel drive, extra uh, power? Just, uh, it's, I only got a 400. It's okay. nothing crazy. Yeah, uh, nice. It's more than enough. I'm, not a big, I'm not a big guy, so yep. it'll more than get me around. But uh, Well, we no, run a 125 for both of us, so it's not a big deal. That's huge. Sorry. What was that, sorry? Say, we run a 125 and we both sit on it. So, I mean, a 400 uh, monster compared to what we run. Yeah, I, I, again, it was their <laughs> smallest one they had. I, I really, I really wasn't in it for speed. I'm not, I'm not one to go uh, mudding or something like that. It's just, it was mainly just to. I, I, I'm really, I'm just sick of hauling my gear out. Like I said, I bring a lot of gear. And yep. On the way home, or on the way out, it's not so bad. But on the way home, especially if I had a bad day, I dread that walk every time. Oh yeah, especially if you're walking out on Simcoe. So, Holy crap! Yeah, some of where some of the lakes we go to, it's uh, it's a bit of a journey. Yeah. So, do you not oh, get to so a point that, where you're why. running your truck out there? Uh, or you just don't like so to? Not so much. Not so I, I find up here the ice is very inconsistent on a lot of lakes. If okay. you go if you go quite a few, uh, you know, quite a few hours up north, you might get away with that. Um, but the weather's up and down so much. And a lot of lakes I fish, uh, you, you could go out one day and, um, like, I, we, I fish the Bay of Quinney a lot. Hmm. And... We go, I've been on that lake on four inches early ice and a month and a half later, there's still only eight inches. And then there's days in between where it'll drop back down to four. There's a lot of current in that lake. Yep. So you really got to be careful. You got to know, you got to know what you're doing to go out there for sure. I, I have a buddy of mine that lives out there. So thankfully he checks the ice before I make the trip out there. Um, but yeah, a lot of lakes I fish, it's, they don't, they don't get thick enough. Yep. To run a truck out. See, and that's that's, that's a hot tip. Because I would have went to Ontario thinking I could just drive wherever I wanted. Yeah, I know it's not like that. Again, if you go way up north, for yep. sure. Yeah. But down here, it's uh, it's not like that. So, so Jesse, you talked about, th- is this this is your first season coming up that you have wheels, or you had this last year? Nope. First season for Ooh, me. Nice. Up, so, so, yeah. so, so did you, big. Did you have to talk the wife? About a month and a half ago. Do you talk to, have to talk the wife into getting a trailer to haul this, or what's your setup looking like 
heading up to the lake with all this yeah, gear. Yeah, that's what some Ben has taken uh, a lot of pride in getting everything to fit in the back of his long bed pickup. Well, luckily for me, I own a contracting company, so I already had a trailer. Yeah, sweet. Um, Tax right. So that, that's a bonus, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if I use the, if I use the quad on a couple of jobs, we'll see, uh, we'll see what we can get away with there. Too, Ooh, yeah. But. Yeah. You can level some job sites um, out with some dirt on yep. that plow. There you go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so that's going to be, that's going to be bonus for sure. Uh, both my wife and I have pickup trucks, so it fits both in the back of the truck. But again, once you get your sled and your hut and all your gear, I run a pop-up, right? So I bring in that additional sled with me to, to haul everything out. So that's why the trailer's almost key. There's no room for the for the bike and all your gear. See, I thought that you guys called them right? toboggans up there. <laughs> that's that's a little north where they stay in the igloo. <laughs> that's awesome. So, no, but I'm really pumped, honestly. Yeah, and I, I uh, sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah, no, I'm I'm honestly really pumped about it though. And and uh, I, I I did some mods. I put uh I put an auger rack on it, and uh, I actually I got another uh, a graph for it just so I can run some mapping while I'm out there. Yes. Hopefully cut down on, on uh, finding my key spot. So two questions for you on both of those comments. Is One, is there, do you have any DIY like home mods that you did versus just buying the, the auger rack or whatever? And then two, what graph do you got put on there? Uh, yeah, so the auger mounts, to be honest, they're just Coplins, Copelins, however you say it. Excuse me. Uh, those are pretty uh, generic, just bolt on. Yep. Um. And then for the, I got a Helix 7 Gen Ooh. 3 for, for, for it. Um, but that I had to mod. I was gonna, I was trying to run it on a RAM mount, and it just, it just didn't work out. Uh, just where I wanted to put it with the steering, the, the bars kept hitting, hitting the unit. Mm. Uh, so, so I basically had to modify uh, a, a RAM mount. I, I cut the ball right off. I used the mounting plate. I bolted it right to the front rack, and instead of hardwiring it in. Uh, I, I like to use my, my, my units on my boat as well in the summertime, just yep. so they're not sitting around. For sure. Uh, so, so instead of hardwiring it right in, um, I just, I just hooked it up to a 12 volt. There's a, there's a 12 volt plug-in and then two USB ports that the bike came with. So I yep. just hooked it up to a 12 volt because I probably won't use that and just powered it off of that. Ooh, nice. So I guess that, that's a bit of a DIY there. So do you have a... Do you have a transducer for the Helix tw- Helix Seven, or you're strictly using that for mapping, and that's it? So it came with a boat transducer. Yep. I'll be honest; I'm I'm not going to run that one for with a transducer. I'm strictly going to use it for for mapping. Gotcha. Um, I picked up I picked up the Live Scope last year, and uh, I don't leave home without that thing. Yeah. See, dang. The next level, and I've seen guys run it here, is they've got a pole on their quad so they can run and gun with the Live Scope. Uh, punch a hole, drop the pole right down, look around, see what's going on. If they like what they see, they stay or do whatever, and if they don't, they're off. Uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be next level mobile then at that point. For sure, for sure, and that, that's awesome. Honestly, as you guys know, I I, I believe right of the, the pan optics. It's yep. it's not a small unit. No, um, no, not at all. So Especially the live scope, it's that. even and, bigger. And, and for, yeah. And and for what they cost, I, I just don't feel comfortable mounting it to the to the ATV and yep. uh, letting it get exposed. Right? Yep. <laughs> Those yep. are not cheap. Yep. No, I hear you. Uh, see, I was thinking maybe when I asked about the transducer, are you familiar with uh with who Dave Gens is, Jesse? Yes, of course. So I've seen on his sled, he runs this motorized transducer cord uh, reel. And so he pulls up to a spot, punches a hole, and then it, he drops the transducer down, fishes it. If he doesn't see what he wants, he's out of there. But he just uses the his uh, helix or whatever he has mounted on the sled. But uh, I, it always cracks me up when the camera pans to the little whatever. I know it's some sort of product. I can't think of what it's called. But it just, like, drops it right I, down I, and brings it back up. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a legend. And he honestly, he has the ultimate uh ice mobile if you want to call it oh, that yeah. it's basically a bash boat for, for ice right yep um i have seen that product you're talking about i cannot think of the name it up name of it off my, the top of my head but uh that is pretty slick and maybe in the future to be honest uh i i, I might possibly run a transducer off it just to check spot yep. it would make a lot more sense but uh again I, i've dumped quite a bit of money this year so i got to be careful well, yeah, geez. Too much <laughs> you went live scope and quad holy crap 
So, so the live scope was last year, to be fair. Oh, okay. So, yeah, running live yeah. scope a season. What's your What's your thoughts on it? Because I'm 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 kind of where you were at probably the year before, where it's like, all right, do you make the jump into that? And then if that's the case, what do you look forward to the next year? You know, because live scope's been around for so long, two, three, well, three, four years now, probably. Um, you know, yeah. until they come out with Gen two or whatever of live scope. Yeah. Everyone's pretty much leveling up to the same kind of yeah, live I don't scope know. feel. I don't ever need I feel like I never I don't have that urge to say, Hey, I need to look forward to purchase something next oh, year. Man. What I what I look <clears throat> forward to is getting better with what I have. Like yep. being extremely efficient and understanding exactly what I've got going on rather than just buying new things all the time. Yeah, but I gotta have something new every year. I'll let Jesse chime in <laughs> on his feelings on that also. What do you think, Jesse? I no for sure. I I totally agree with you, uh um, with the whole getting to know your unit. There's so much that thing can do, and I probably haven't even tapped into an eighth of it. Um, reason why I got it, to be honest, I was running an M3 before that, and I had oh, a bit geez. of trouble with it. it Big kind time of, upgrade. It, it crapped out on me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, back when I was looking for it, I, I was just going to get a Helix 7 uh, ice bundle. And yep. to be honest, no one had them in stock. And uh, I said to the wife, you know, I, I'm actually going out on a trip in a couple of days, and I said, I need something. Like, I... You, I can't go out with no electronics at all. Um, it just, it's not the same. You don't even know what you're doing down there if you don't yep. have electronics. I recommend anyone new, even buy something used. It, it, it makes it that much more enjoyable. But anyway, um, yeah, I couldn't find anything. And then I even, I was talking to the wife and I, I told her I really wanted a live scope. But again, it was uh, quite expensive. Yeah, how much and is that in Canada? After I think, how much is that in Canadian? Double, double what it is here. Um, it's both your legs and, and one arm. <laughs> two legs and an arm. <laughs> See, it's only two legs here. Mm-hmm. You'll be No, right. to be honest, uh, <laughs> I think, I think back then I, um, with everything, I, I also, at the time I, I purchased a, um, a 18 amp lithium battery with it as well. Yep. I just, that's the way if to I'm going to get it, I'm just going to get it. Um, yep. but yeah, I think, it, I think I paid around 4,500. That's Canadian. Remember also, if you're listening. Yeah, so really, that's only like two hundred bucks for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah super perfect. cheap. Man, I need to start buying yeah. stuff in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, no, no one had anything in stock, and and I just thought, you know, even if I found a Helix, I'm, I still wanted the live scope, and I would probably end up getting it this year anyway, right? Yep. So I just sort of bit the bullet and said, you know what, let me just save my money, and I, I guess I just did them in reverse. I'm I'm curious but, uh, uh, buying that. What what are some of your go to, I guess, outdoor stores up in that direction? Like we have like Cabela's um, and Shields or, you know, frankly, Walmart is a fairly popular one also, but uh, <laughs> that sort of deal. I know there's like Canadian Tire, but that's about the only one Princess I've ever heard Auto. of. Yeah, to be honest, uh, Canadian Tire is not the best tackle store. They're quite pricey They for some reason, and they don't have the best selection up here. Hmm. If you're up north, I think it's a little better where they don't have as many outdoor stores. But where I am, um, we have quite a few. We have a local shop, Gagnon Sports. I, I, I go there quite a bit. Hmm. Um, actually, I'm not really. <laughs> no, I, I go there quite a bit. I, I know the owners and everything. They're great guys over there. Uh, we also have another Canadian company called Sale. Um, they're pretty good. Um, but for electronics, we have a place down in Toronto called Radio World. What? They're basically <laughs> no, it's not. Radio Shack? It's you know, Radio World. Radio World. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's great. The old the, Radio that's where you World. bought your no, pet optics was from a, a store called Radio World? I did, yes. Really? Interesting. <laughs> but no, to be honest, those, those, like going those to Best guys Buy. over there are really good. They uh, they know their stuff, and if you it, they, they have guys specifically for uh, brands of units in there, and they're basically specialists on oh, Hummingbird yeah. or Lowrance or Garmin, right? So... If you have an issue, you go in, you talk to them, they sort you right out. Uh, that's all they sort of sell. See, there's like another that. hot tip because I would have drove right past Radio World if I was looking <laughs> for anything uh, electronic yep. uh, related <laughs> or yeah, no, they're, ice fishing electronic related. Anyways, no, they're 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 the guys to go to. Honestly, interesting. That's cool. That's cool. Well, all this talk about ice fishing, Jesse. A little bit, if you can touch on just what got you started in, into ice fishing. You know, maybe did you start when you were growing up? Did yeah. you pick it up recently? Uh, kind of what got you into the sport, and then uh, what keeps you coming back? For sure. 
Uh, I think like probably 90% of the people who ice fish, I fell in love with it after watching Grumpy Old Men. Oh, yeah. Um, Heck yes. <laughs> that's, I, I got to be honest. I watched that movie. I don't know how old I was, but uh, I saw that. And I just fell in love with the whole uh, the hut community on the ice, right? Everyone had their own shack. And I just thought that was just so amazing. Um, and again, you don't see stuff like that up here, right? The ice doesn't get thick enough or there's not a lot of guys doing permanent shacks like that. But I fell in love with that back then. Um, growing up, I actually lived, uh, on Lake Erie and mm. I didn't have a ton of friends that were into ice fishing, but it's always sort of been there. I've always had this love for ice fishing for some reason. Fishing in general, my, my grandfather got me into it, but ice fishing just, there's something about it I just fell in love with from a young age. So I, I, uh, I did it periodically throughout my younger age, found some buddies, we'd go out here and there. Um, and then growing up, I kind of got out of it, moved, grew up, bought a house and, priorities just kind of took over um but I actually got it I, I really got back into fishing once I sort of settled down after a couple of years in the house and I, I started bass fishing quite a bit and went out and I was doing some local tournaments and oh yeah and stuff like that and then I just kind of that scene grew just a little old for me I kind of lost interest in it and I just I got right back into ice fishing and actually a, a good buddy of mine James Persino he's he's a member on the page too He's actually uh, uh, who, who I started the group with, but um, I ran into, I was, my mom still lives out by Lake Erie, and I was going out to visit her, and I just, I, I messaged him, I said, hey, like, is there any good spots to go ice fishing? And he's like, actually, I'm going out tomorrow if you want to meet me. And back then, I just had a little Costco, that's sort of our big box store out here, I think for you, like Sam's Club kind of thing. No, we got Costco's too, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I just had a cheap little $150, they call it a four-man Two was tight, uh, but <laughs> yep, yep, not insulated, nothing. I've chased that thing down. I don't know how many canals and lakes, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I got some stories about that. But to be honest with you, I, I really don't have too much bad to, to say about it. It it got me through, um, and I think I actually I gave it to a buddy of mine, and he's still running that today. Ooh, nice. But uh, yeah, I went out with him. Uh, we fished that day. He had a pop-up and an auger and all this. I don't even know what I was thinking. I didn't even have an auger to go out. Thank God he did. <laughs> um, Run axe. But, uh, yeah, after that day, and that was late in the season, too. I think that was in March, so it kind of died off. But I just had a blast that day, and I came home, and it's been full full steam ahead ever since then. And, and I just every year I just upgrade and keep trying to learn and get better. And, yeah. I just, I, I'm absolutely addicted to ice fishing. There's nice. just something about it for me. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're an isaholic. I get it now. Yeah. That's what the name say that. You could definitely <laughs> say that. <laughs> that's awesome. Je- Jesse, what does a typical uh, ice outing for you look like? Wh- who are you taking out there? What, you know, what, what's your go-to? Are you going out after work at night? Are you planning weekend trips or like a week at a time? What's, what's that look like in the winter? For the most part, again, with, with, with work, it, it's hard to get out during the week. Uh, I have a couple lakes around my house I try to sneak out to, or or if I'm working within the area, I, I, I have a glide light as well, so I'll throw a couple rods in and, and a bucket, and I'll tow the glide light out, and I'll nice. squeeze in a couple hours after work here and there if I can. But for the most part, it's, it's weekend trips, mainly with my buddy Jamie, and, and again, I have a buddy Liam out in uh, uh, Belleville, which is Bay of Quinney. And we spend a lot of time on Bay of Quinney and, and for the main reason that at any given time, you can get a double digit walleye out there. Ooh. Um, so we're, we're constantly on that chase to, to, to get that double digit. We've had great days out there. You also get humbled very quickly out there too. I've probably had more days of, of that than success, but there is always that chance. Uh, so, so we spend a lot of time on the Bay of Quinney. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, Brett's looking that up because I'm not. Yeah, we're that, not real that's familiar eerie, with isn't that. It? Uh, it's just off. Of, it, it, it's connected to Lake Ontario. Oh, Ontario. It, 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 yeah. The heck is that? Oh, right there. I was looking out Ontario. Actually, you were looking down in Mexico. I was Brett. off on where I was at. The wrong Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Do you have you? Uh, but have, yeah, no, we spent. Go ahead, Jesse. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say yeah. We spent a lot of time out there again, just just chasing chasing that uh, that double digit. We we all we 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 just we all want one so bad, right? Because here in the um, U.S., very close. Erie is it for big big 
Magdog Walleyes uh, right. on the south side of Erie. But it's interesting. I don't ever hear much around Lake Ontario, but uh, it's also, yeah, I guess mostly New York on our side. Yes, on that side. I, again, for us, like Lake Ontario doesn't really freeze up very well. So the Bay the Bay of Quinney is, again, with it's attached to Lake Ontario, but it's it's somewhat uh, covered. So they... That's that's the one that I was saying is, is is kind of inconsistent. It's got quite a bit of current, and uh, you you got to know what you're doing to go out there. But hmm. every chance we get when we know they're safe ice, we're out there, and, and we're the deeper we can get, the better we find. Water depth wise. Well, so if you got sketchy ice, uh, a common thing here is to run fan boats. Do you guys ever try to do that? Run what? Sorry, uh, a fan boat. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, airboat, aircrafts, uh, that kind of deal. Yes. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I don't know anyone who has one. If anyone has one and wants to take me out on some sketchy ice, I'll be ready to go. Because that's the deal, especially here on the Mississippi and Iowa. Uh, ben has a little more experience that than I do. But, uh, yeah, because the, the main channel never freezes up. But you got all those backwaters that will freeze up. And really the only way to get there is either fan boat. And even in the backwaters are a little sketchy back there until you get on good ice. But uh, And it's highly variable. Yeah. Uh, fan boat or you could run a boat and then put your quad on the boat take the boat over there and then jump off on some ice but uh, and that's maybe what we'll try to do this winter but uh yeah that sounds pretty cool i'm not gonna lie yeah also extremely dangerous <laughs> we're, oh, we're gonna take extra no, guys with sure. us in case we lose some then someone will still be able to do the show from out there and catch some fish. <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> <laughs> no that'll be pretty cool yeah, no, just looking at so and just looking at the map where you're at, Jesse, a lot of people think, all right, southern Ontario, you're golden. Like that's no. Canada. You're gonna be out ice fishing from November until April. No. And that's like what you're saying, that's you get some pretty variable ice just based on so at the latitude that you're at, at longitude, whatever that is. It's like northern Iowa. Yeah. You're like pretty close to the level where we're at where our ice season might be, you know, end of December through you know, late February, where you're pretty solid. Does that sound about right? Right. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, yeah, that's it. We're, we're lucky. Last year, I think uh, the earliest I got out it was December 26th, and we had to hunt for that ice. Yep. Um, like not everywhere. Uh, I remember my buddy and I were just driving around. We knew somewhere would be frozen, and we were on one main highway, and lakes were wide open, and we turned down another side street, and there, we have a ton of water around us. Oh, yeah. And uh, every every lake on that street had at least, you know, six to eight inches on it. So, But that was the earliest we've gotten out. Um, so, yeah, right around end of December. And then I'll say we probably we, we hold on to it a little longer. It can usually get out about middle of March if we're lucky. Mm. Yeah, we don't usually make that. Sweet. End of February usually we're done. Yep. Well, we could push right. it maybe, but I don't know. I'm never into pushing it at the Tw- end. 20 inches of honeycombed ice trying to float out there with your spud bar <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah hey jesse do you uh do you get the wife involved at all in your ice fishing hobby or is she pretty much holding down the fort at home while you're out hunting around uh no um she doesn't come out every time but honestly she she enjoys it uh i don't i i wouldn't say as much as i do um but she's she's always down to come out and to be honest, sometimes I don't bring her because she always seems to outfish me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she loves it though. She does. She's a huge supporter of the page as well too, and everything. Everything I do, honestly, I, I got to thank her. But uh, yeah, no, we we get out and yeah, like I said, she nine times out of ten she's outfishing me, even yep. if we're just you know go to a local lake and and uh, fishing for some panfish and never seems to fail. But but. I'm happy for her when, when, you know, when she gets out and catches fish because I don't think she'd enjoy it as much if, if we weren't on fish. Well, see, it's it's right? uh, it's advantageous for her to catch a lot of them anyways because if she wasn't having a good time, then no one's having a good time. And exactly. if she's having a good time, then that's more green lights for buying more ice fishing stuff. Well, then I, it, it's easier to explain why we need it. Exactly, right? exactly, exactly. Right. This is why we need the quad. So we're not hoofing yep. it across right. this yep. lake. Oh yeah, I got a lot of shit for buying that pan optics. Well, I didn't tell how much. I didn't tell Becca how much it was until she saw me throw the box away and she saw the money, the price tag on it still. <laughs> uh, but then I took her out for Valentine's Day and we were. She could see it, all everything working underneath there, underneath the ice, and she's like, "Yep, all right, 
this is worth it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> then we caught a bullhead. <laughs> bit my finger. Nice. It's all nice. worth it then. Oh, that sucker. The oh, bullhead. It, my finger was bleeding. Ble- it bit me so hard, <laughs> it was bleeding underneath my nail. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Jeez. Jeez. What a deal. So. Yeah, that's why the quad wasn't too hard of a sell, though. She's not a fan of walking out, especially when we're yeah. like chasing them and we got to well, get deeper. see that's where you you maybe you sold yourself short you should have went side by side uh so reason <laughs> for that uh again my garage is only so big and and i like to keep like i like to store my stuff i don't like paying for storage yep. and the boat's in there as well and he's it eats up quite a bit of space so that's the reason for the quad but yep. we did we did get a two-up quad though i'm right so, in oh, line nice. i'm right in line with you on if i own it it needs to be under a shed yep and he's, I'm not going to pay for storage either. Do you know any good contractors yeah, in I that area, too. Jeffy? You could uh, get them to build you a bigger garage. Is there anybody that could help uh, you with that? <laughs> I've thought about it, but but my property is only so big, so yeah. uh, I don't think the city will let me do that. I've thought about it, though. Man, it's always always a question of more space, more more room for stuff. You fill up stuff so fast. It's crazy how that works. So Brett yeah, and I are in is, the same boat is, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. My, my problem out. is kid stuff's taking over. Yeah. It's eating up all my space for my other things. Yep. Yep. So, Jesse, wanted to talk yeah, a little I'm, bit. I'm, I'm, no, go ahead, Jesse. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, everybody. I was just saying, I'm, I'm rapidly running out of room. Yep. So. Yep. Well, maybe a little bit bigger properties in your future then. That's, yeah, we, we, that might be in the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Got to feed that ice fish and have it. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Well, wanted to pivot a little bit and, and just talk about uh, how you found out about the short rod show. Cause I think that's a pretty cool story. Um, you know, we were, I, <clears throat> I can't remember when I joined Isaholics. It was a little while ago, but uh, like I said, just looking through your page and seeing all the cool ideas uh, really inspired me on, on a few different projects uh, to just go all in and figure out, Oh, this guy made this work. I bet I can do that too. Um, you know, but how, how did you, uh, get on the short rod show train and, and follow along with us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I believe it was about three years ago. Again, I was uh, I was just getting into ice fishing. I, that's, that's how long you guys have been doing the show, correct? Yep. Yep, you got it. Yeah. Okay, yep. So, yeah, I uh, I was just starting to heavily get into ice fishing, and, and honestly, I, I probably listened to my playlist, I don't know, 10,000 times over, so I was just sick of that. And I, I wasn't <laughs> even big into podcasts at the time. And I was just searching one day on my way to work for something to listen to. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's any shows about ice fishing. That's, if, if I'm not fishing, I'm watching YouTube videos, or I'm reading, yep. or I'm, I'm doing something fishing-related. I'm always trying to learn or at least get ideas or whatever. So I was like, hey, let me see if there's anything uh, ice fishing-related. Um, so to be honest, I found another show, the, the, the Hard Water Show. Um, before you guys, it just popped up. I said, Oh, let me check them out. And then through that, your show came up and, and, uh, I believe you're halfway through your first season. Yep. And I listened to your episode. I was like, wow, this is exactly what I was looking for. Um, I went back, I listened to all the other episodes and I honestly have not missed one since. I'm really glad to hear you say that that was exactly what you're listening for because, uh, if I go when I go back to listen to those season one episodes, I can't even listen to them. They make me cringe <laughs> so bad. Um, uh, um, uh, yeah, um, we're um, definitely um, getting into the yeah. groove on it because we're just two average dudes, you know, recording in, in my in basement, basement at that yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you heard the furnace kick on a few times in the background <laughs> and learning how it goes. But the short rod show, like we're we're really trying to go after the common ice fisherman. That's really what we're about. We're not about you know, pushing products and figuring out commercializing everything. We're just here to tell it like it is. We're two dudes that, you know, want to sit around and talk about ice fishing, how we do it. And if other people have comments on that, shoot them at us. And we're not a bunch of old farts like the hard water guys. Yeah, there you go. They're (laughs) like that. (laughs) But everyone does it differently. And that's that's what's cool about it. So for sure. And again, that, that's why I'm such a, a big fan. I think, I think what you guys are doing over there and, and what we're trying to do on the page uh, is, is very in line with each other. And that's why I've been a big fan since day one. And, and uh, I, I try to support you guys any way I can, just because I, I really, I really uh, appreciate and like what you guys are doing over there. You run a, a great show, honestly. Yeah. And thank you guys for that. And it we, keeps me more uh, entertained every Monday. I, I I know you guys drop them on Sunday, but I save them for my my Monday. Oh yeah, drive I, to work. we can tell when 
Uh, everybody listens to them on Monday on their way to work. Yep. This yeah. Blows up. It's, it's the thing cool. to do. It goes from like. And I wait. All, I wait all year. I cannot wait. I'm like, <laughs> I, I start getting pumped for ice. Oh, I'm serious. I start getting pumped for ice in, in probably September. I was telling talking to you guys the other day and told you that. So and uh, for a number of reasons, again, I'll pull everything out, go over everything, check it. Uh, but I like doing that when it's warm out. Yep. It sucks working on stuff outside when it's cold. So, so. you're the reason we that, start trending start in in Canada. That's why. We start charting on Apple Podcasts in in, on, in Canada in September. Uh, in September. <laughs> That's you're, you're saying I'm the reason. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Good. Good. I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, no, I start getting that itch back then. So I just I cannot wait till you guys drop your episodes. It's it's, it's something I look forward to every year since awesome. since I found the show. So. And we look forward to and now, doing them to also. To be honest, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's such an honor. Like I said, I, I long time fan, so to be a guest, this is this is pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. And thank you for having me on again. Sweet. No, oh, I absolutely really and appreciate th- coming on. And that's what's so so cool. Like I, we never thought that two guys talking in their basement in Iowa about ice fishing would be anything relevant to to a guy up in Ontario ice fishing Lake Simcoe for jumbo perch. Like that's, yeah. that's super cool. That's Just like destination lake stuff. And we're yeah. fishing ponds. That's and like town. dream trip for us. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So yeah, we appreciate all but, the, all that but, you do for the, for the Facebook group page, Jesse, and, and just moderating that man, you got a huge task Yeah, on your hands. Yeah. I think yeah, actually it's, that's it's when I first away. remember Jesse reaching out and I was like, yeah, uh, he's like butters off a, uh, 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 South Park. Yeah, <laughs> weeding through all the crap on the internet. <laughs> yep. I I remember that episode. That was super cool for the shout out. I, I I remember I was at work listening, and I just that blew me right away to get the shout out from you guys. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but I was I was cracking up pretty good about that just because of how accurate it was. And again, people have no idea, right? I think I think a lot of people just think the page runs itself, and and I don't know, maybe people think we're making money off it, and that's why we do it, and. Let me tell you, we everything to do with the page. We've done nothing but just put money in uh, to help give give back to people and doing giveaways and stuff like that. Uh, like, like I always joke with people, but I have one sponsor, and and that's the wife, and that's that's the only money I'm. <laughs> there you go. Show, so. Yep, that's yep. great. You nailed the segue there, Jesse, to roll right into the giveaway. Perfect. So yeah, so yeah, uh, awesome teaming up with you guys. So uh, you guys have a, a clam float jacket to give away. Ice armor, I believe. Yep. Yes, sir. And, uh, and yeah, I have that Black Betty tricked out reel. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit about that oh, yeah. reel because uh, we yeah. d- we didn't share all the details on it. Well, I've think. honestly never even heard of it. I didn't even know that they made a thing, such a thing. Uh, yeah, so I didn't personally trick it out. Uh, it's, it's just a limited edition. I, I, I'm pretty sure they only dropped so many of them. And yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty tricked out. I don't have it here with me, unfortunately. It's downstairs, but... Uh, it's it's the picture of it's on on our uh, on yep. your on your page and mine as well, but yeah, it's pretty tricked out. Cork handles and and red reel and black. I think there's some carbon fiber on it. The thing's pretty killer. I'm yep. not gonna lie. Yeah, um, that is a sick. But yeah, reel. so yeah, one lucky guy's gonna win that. And uh, it's nice that we're doing the giveaway now, so so that uh, we can get it out to them before ice season starts. So hopefully that uh, that helps someone kicks kicks off their season for them. Yeah, that's really kind of what my thought was too. Was try to kick it out early. That way, if you're still looking for something or wanting to buy something, you know, you still have time. If you were waiting to win this, or if you do win it, then you didn't go out and buy it already. Yep, uh, something like that. So right. I thought that'd be a good deal, good timing, anyways, to get after it. But uh, so here, what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna pull her up on my phone. Just kind of a random generator deal. I've got uh, how many people ended ended up? I think I got seventy five. Uh, people did everything to enter in at least once. Uh, we got at least, I don't know, 20 or so new YouTube subscribers. And I don't know. I don't have a good way to find out how many people followed us and you guys, but, uh, I'm sure the majority of these people were already following both of us anyways, but right. And, 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 and and, yeah, we can check too, if they're following the pages as well. Yep. So here we're going to flip four. Should we do the jacket first? Let's do the jacket here first. Sure. So, so the Clam Rise float suit jacket. Uh, we have Craig Siegman, I believe is his name. Um, and we'll tag you in Facebook or whatever. Uh, we'll try to track you down as the best we can and um, get you after that. 
Yeah, congratulations, Craig. That'll yeah. be cool. Awesome. It, hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Uh, you know, the clam clam ice armor definitely a staple on the ice. Yeah, keep That'll you warm. Keep you warm, keep you floating. Absolutely. Congratulations. If there's one thing I suggest people buy, it's, it's, it's definitely a form of safety, and that's uh, that's definitely key. That jacket's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then for the real, so the the – Black Betty tricked out. Trick shop. Trick shop. I keep saying tricked out. This trick shop. Do we do a drum roll? Uh, we have <laughs> Rigdon Banks is Rigdon. the guy who run the won the reel. Nice. Congratulations, dang. He's gonna be the talk of the town. I really hope I didn't butcher any of those names. <laughs> Wherever old Rigdon's at. He, he, awesome. He, he might need to get a new rod to go along with that. Yeah, you I can, would. Yeah, that'll fit on a schoolie, though. Just I don't know. Fine. It'd look good on a schoolie. It'd be killer on a schoolie as well. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, guys. That's awesome. Thanks for uh, thanks for participating, Jesse. That's that's super cool to to help out with that. And, yep. and like I said, just give back to some of our fans and, and uh, give them something cool. Yeah, and I really appreciate everybody just entering in. And uh, I mean, it kind of gives you an idea, a real idea of what your reach looks like. And uh, it's pretty impressive uh, yep. how far that made it out. Yeah, yeah, and no problem. And th- thank you guys as well. It was great doing that together. I'm pretty sure it uh, generated some traffic your way, uh, and as well as ours for sure. It was awesome. Yep. And then lastly, yeah, here absolutely. before we wrap it up, uh, Jesse, you had one more thing you wanted to add for a couple kids or a kid if they wanted to win uh, something here. Yeah, just just a small little bonus. So uh, we had partnered up with it with a local tackle shop last year, and, and they gave us some boxes of tackle to give away. I think in each box it's over a hundred dollars worth of tackle honestly some quality gear uh there's some euro tackle some jigging wraps uh some live target stuff some Dang, crappy I plastic <laughs> i got two it's, kids uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a pretty loaded box so i found i had one left so uh what i'm gonna do is uh if you're a member of uh, isoholic get over there and message me uh, if you're not get on the page but um yeah if you know of a child in need uh Maybe he's just he or she is just getting into the sport, or un- unfortunately lost their gear, someone stole it, or whatever the case may be. Let's hope that's not happening out there. But if you know a child in need who who uh, could use the gear, uh, head over to Isaholic, DM me personally, Jesse Willick at Isaholic, and uh, let me know your story. And uh, I'll go through all the entries. I'll pick someone who I think deserves it, and we'll get that shipped out to them. And hopefully. Uh, they can put that to use this year. Sweet. That'll be super cool. Yeah, that's awesome, Jesse. Good deal. Post some pictures of what's in that yeah. box. I, de- I will make a post <laughs> tonight. I'll, uh, I'll spread it all out. and I'll, No, I'll put it up for sure. Yeah, that's cool. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah, great great way to support the sport. You know, just we want to keep people involved and keep people going in the sport, yeah. uh, learning new stuff. Well, it's just um, like anything. The yep. young kids are the future of it anyways. Yep. And, you know, Brett and I started exactly. with uh, a hand crank auger and – the the base model schoolie plastics the schoolie jigs the schoolie the jig that came with the reel yeah, <laughs> yeah. or with the uh, rod you got to start somewhere so just having a little jump start yep. somebody that's uh, got some good gear geez I wouldn't have even known what to do with a, your anything euro tackle euro tackle yeah, sweet just, yeah I wouldn't have known live what, target I wouldn't have known what oh was going gosh. on with that the big time or jig and wrap I would have <laughs> been like what the heck do I do with this <laughs> I I still don't know what to do with that <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I just think it looks cool and even better in the tackle box. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a it. yeah it looks good in the tackle box. Absolutely. Well, anything else, <laughs> Jesse, before we get wrapped up here for this episode? Uh, no. Again, I just really want to thank you guys for having me on. This was this was honestly awesome. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to the winners, Craig and, and Rigdon. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they're happy about that. And, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, if you're not if you're not a member of our group, get over and check it out. I saw it on, on Facebook, and uh, yeah, for anyone who's also not a member of your guys' page, get over and check you guys out too. You're really pumping out some some quality content. So if they're if they're not already a member, they're missing out. Sweet, that's awesome, man. Thanks thanks so much for joining us. That was uh, that was a great time. You know, I always like to get together, chat ice fishing with 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 you. So hopefully, uh, we'll get up that way sometime soon. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Get that out, would be get awesome. on the ice with you. You got me pumped up for perch. Yeah, no uh, kidding. <laughs> if you're ever out this way, well, we might got We might want to go chase some of those double digit walleye too. That's Ooh. a blast. Yeah. All right. Yeah, double and digit I'm, walleye. I'm, I'm pretty. If you I'm want something that's going to go guy. viral on the internet, it's going to be catching a double digit walleye on a 14 inch schoolie rod. 
40 inch. 14. The littler the better. The littler the better. There you go. That would be pretty I cool. I can see it now. Also, I'm pretty much known to be uh, the cook on the ice up here, so Ooh. I make some pretty killer stuff out there. Ooh, yeah. yeah. That might be a whole so, other yeah. episode. If you guys ever get up, you, you got my number. Hit me up, and we'll definitely get together. Sweet. That's Sounds awesome. good. Good deal. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We had a great time today on uh, today's episode, as usual. We'll be back next week on The Short Rod Show. Mm-hmm.